sexuality. Warning. The program you're about to hear contains highly offensive and indecent material. This is the Adam Sank Show. If it's in my hand, I'm going to suck it. Powered by DNR Studios. And now... The one, the only, Adam Sank! Bottom. Hi. I just took an enormous bite of bagel because I forgot that we're not doing the merchandise promo anymore, so I thought I had more time. Ryan, here, read this. <laughs> Happy 2022 and welcome to the Adam Sank Show. We are live if you're listening live at 11 a.m. Eastern Eastern Standard Time on Saturday, January 8th, 2022. If you're listening at dnrstudios.com or the DNR Cast app, the only place to hear this podcast live and throughout the week that it first airs. Leave us your ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen to this thing. Email me, me at Adam, uh, uh, email me, me at Adam at AdamSank.com. Call and speak to us live on the Ass Hotline anytime. The number is 804-TALK-ASS. That's 804-825-5277. Like the Facebook page, download the comedy albums, get your official ass merch at AdamSank.com. Also, Please get vaccinated if you haven't already done so. If you're not vaccinated, the Omicron variant will turn you into a lizard. True story. Okay, I'm good now. Thank you, Ryan. That deserves some applause. That was a, his first time doing a cold read. Actually, it was my second time, but okay. okay. Well, then no applause. <laughs> um, listen, guys, we are, first of all, Happy New Year. It's wonderful to be back. We haven't been live in the studio since December 4th, I believe, and today is January 8th, so that's quite a break. Um, and we do not have a guest today, but, and it's a big but, we have a major announcement coming in just a few minutes that is going to change the course of this show forever. Um, I, I need to introduce my co-host, Ryan Frostig, whom you just heard. Give it up for the Prince of Pigs, everyone's favorite pizzard, Ryan Frostig. Hello, everyone. It is so good Welcome. to be back. Welcome. Also with us is our producer, the Queen of Fuckery. Ms. J.B. Bercy, who just so happens to turn 29 today. Oh, my God, yes. Yes, I did. Yes, I is. as an old half. Happy birthday, J.B. Thank you so much. Uh, we were going to talk about this a little later, but now's a good time. Oh, my <laughs> God, the bell just fell off. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, so it's J.B.'s birthday. Some of you uh, may have seen on Facebook about a month ago, I thought J.B.'s birthday was December 8th because I have date dyslexia. So I was like, hey, everyone. Uh, I started a GoFundMe, and I was like, hey, everyone, donate to JB's birthday gift, and then he can buy himself something fabulous. Well, I thought we'd raise, like, maybe 100 bucks. We raised $700. Yes, God. $700 from the listeners for JB. JB, how does that make you feel? That makes me feel super excited and appreciative. Like, it makes me, like, even though some of you guys don't subscribe, but you, you donated <laughs> to this, and you proved that you love JB. More than you love paying JB's checks. So <laughs> Okay. They love you so much. Work. JB, yeah. how are you going to be spending the money? Okay. Well, I did spend a little bit on my party for tech. I'm hosting a nice little dinner ball. A couple yes. of days of alcohol. But I'm trying to go at the end of the month to, because Katie's going to be in Florida. So I'm going to try to meet Katie in Florida and have like a nice little couple of days in the sun. Cute. See what happens. 
Nice. Yeah. Well, I'm so happy that uh, the listeners love you as much as they do, and that you'll be able to yes. enjoy your birthday. Oh my morning. God. It, again, I super appreciate you guys for doing this. This means a lot, and I'm so excited. That's Thank great, day, darling. That's lovely. Well, speaking of going away on vacation, I was in Puerto Vallarta for a week, uh, right before Christmas, right before Omicron really hit hard. Um, had a wonderful time. I recommend Puerto Vallarta to any gay who is thinking of traveling somewhere. It is beautiful. It is picturesque. The living is easy. There are so many gay men. Mm -hmm. uh, not a lot of lesbians. Mm -hmm. My only caveat about Puerto is you really you can't have bad knees or any kind of uh, injury to get around that city. It is yeah. very hilly. True. There, all the streets are made of like broken rocks. Like, it's not even cobblestone. It's just like rocks sticking out of the street and the sidewalk like is uneven and the, like the pavement just suddenly drops off with no warning. So I honestly, we saw some old people there and I was like, how are you getting around? Because my knee was throbbing okay. by the end of the week, as was my penis. Question, what does Puerto mean? It means port. Okay. So Cute. it's Puerto Vallarta. And Vallarta uh, is maybe a saint? I don't know what it is, but yes. But there's lots of puertos yeah, like and Puerto puertas. Rico and... Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, what else? Uh, tell us, Ryan, how you spent Christmas and New Year's. Uh, Christmas I spent here in the city with my boyfriend and our dog. And then we went to Arizona to visit his sister. And we went horseback riding in the mm. desert. I lived out my cowboy fantasy. I bought a pair of cowboy boots. I bought some turquoise jewelry because we were in the Southwest. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was great. And then came back to the city for New Year's, did some drugs, did some dancing, um, fell several times. I have a huge bruise you on my thigh. fell? Oh, because you were on drugs. Well, I was on the dance floor, like turning the party. I was basically doing eight shows a week on the <laughs> dance floor. Like that's how hard I was going. Huh? Huh? And I have this bruise. I'll show you a picture later. It basically goes down all the way to the side of my thigh. And it is purple, it is black, it is blue. Ay Dios mio. Well, I'm glad you survived such an ordeal. Thank you. And uh, and that uh, the fact that we're all still COVID free is something of a miracle. Knock on wood. Uh, yeah, I had one night where I had fever and chills and I was sure that was it. And mm -hmm. then next day I felt fine, tested negative three times. Yeah. So I don't know what to tell you. Just keep testing. Keep I, I said this joke off air, I'm saying it again on it. Uh, there are two things that didn't want me this year. It's med and COVID. I'm happily grateful. Thank you so much. Oh, that's great. Uh, well, I had a great New Year's Eve. Uh, Patrick and I went with three other couples to a restaurant, etc., etc., on 44th Street. Which a local. Was a really wonderful restaurant that our friend David Boward works oh, at, yeah. and he was our waiter, actually. Hmm. Um, then we went back to my house. We had a little impromptu party, went up to my roof where you can't see the ball but yeah. you can hear the ball i was actually dropping. a few blocks away yes a, i saw uh, that yes. uh you were in a much fancier apartment than mine oh, well. but um but yeah we so then we rang in the new year and pretty much everyone left but then later that night okay. i suffered an sri oh god a sex related injury what happened tell the listeners i had had a few and was feeling no pain uh -huh. And uh, Patrick and I got into bed, and I was on my stomach, lying flat, and he lay down on top of me. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't really up for getting, like, actually fucked, but mm -hmm. I wanted to, like, make his dick feel good. And so we sort of did frotage. Yes, you know I what love that is? frotage. Yes. 
a little bit of friction, and I wanted to make it really fun for him. Hold so on, I, don't I know what yes, frottage is. is a fancy French word that just means like rubbing your dick against like someone's legs or butt cheeks. Oh, so like dry humping. Dry humping. Yeah, like right. when when I was a kid, we used to like fuck each other between the legs. Mm, yeah. Childhood. That was frottage when you were six. Frottage, you stay. <laughs> <laughs> that was dumb. Anyway, I forgot that I was fifty, and I basically started twerking. I was like moving my ass in all kinds of ways, gyrating, going up and down, back and forth. And he was loving it. Sure. And he, in fact, loved it so much that he wound up fucking me, even though we didn't, neither of us had planned on that. It, it was great. It yeah. was wonderful. Everything was wonderful. Went to sleep, woke up the next morning, felt fine. At some point during the day, my lower back started to really throb. And I have a recurring sciatic nerve injury, mm -hmm. which I got years ago in Fire Island when I was on cocaine and thought that I could break dance. <laughs> Spoiler alert, I can't. can't. So oh. by the next day, I was essentially paralyzed. I could not walk. I could not uh, stand up straight. The only position that would feel good would be lying down flat or sitting. But as soon as I stood up from sitting, mm -hmm. I was in agony. Mm -hmm. So I've had three professional massages since then, two of which were from Patrick. I'm on muscle relaxers. I'm on Advil. It's way better than it was. Good. But it's just a lesson to all of you out there. Even if you're in reasonably good shape, once you're 50, don't have you, sex. you have to don't have sex anymore. <laughs> That's basically it. No, just like yeah. be careful. Be careful. <laughs> be careful with how uh, – don't move your body in ways that it doesn't usually move without like stretching and warming up. Listen, That's my if you're in your 50s, there's no reason to keep twerking like in your, like in your 20s. Listen, I, I twerk like I'm, I'm, like I'm about 50s right now. Hold right. the wall. Shame. Do a little bit. Let <laughs> <laughs> I me mean, hold on to something. Yeah, yeah hold on to something. You break something. Finally, um, I am having a weed-free January, and Ryan is as well. Yes, I am. Now, I don't smoke as much as Ryan, so it's yeah. not as much of a hardship for me. But we both decided we're going to so recharge our brains. I actually did this in 2021, but it was so much harder because January 2021, as we all know, was um, significant because of the insurrection. And yes. being like pretty sober for that was weird. And also that was the same time that Bodhi got neutered and he was really going through it. So it, it's much easier now than it was then. But good. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's uh, – I mean, listen, if you can't give up something for a month, then you've got a problem. Sure. That's my the way I look at it for myself. Yes. So I just feel like it's uh, it's a good idea. And the and first couple of days are, of course, going to be the hardest. Yeah. But then it gets it gets better. Thank you. I love that. I love it. Let's do a quick lightning round of recommended viewing. Don't even say why you like it. Just say what you recommend. Let's uh, hit the Gale bumper. Oh, okay. One second. Gale. Take it away, Gale. I hate this segment. Who gives a fuck what anyone else is watching on TV? This shit sucks. All right, I'll go first. Two movies that I loved more than any others in 2021. West Side Story, the new West Side Story revival, and Being the Ricardos, which you can now watch on Netflix with Nicole Kidman and Javier Bardem. Ryan. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I, I love, love it. That. I love that. I love it. I love it. That's it? That's it. JB? Uh, I watch The Suicide Squad. That was good. I enjoyed it. And um, you guys seen the show Insecure? Yes. Yes. Do you know Molly? Yes. I watched her stand up. So good. It was so good. I love her. Yeah, oh, I'll have to watch that. Yeah, it's on HBO Max. It's really good. Which I now have because I'm sharing an account with Scott. Oh, good nice. for you. And by sharing, I mean he's paying for it. <laughs> okay. It is time now for our big announcement. 
And for that, I'm going to turn it over to the Frost Pig. Ryan, take it away. It's your announcement. <sighs> Hello, listeners. This announcement is um, bittersweet for me to share, but, and it's a big but, this will be my last time recording the podcast as Adam's co-ho. Ryan is leaving the ass, ladies and gentlemen. I'm leaving. I'm leaving your ass. <laughs> I mean, most people can't wait to leave. Right. Well, uh, I, 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 I feel bottom. so many mixed emotions about it. But look, I have been doing this podcast with Adam on and off for what? Four, four years? years now? Yeah. When I met Adam, I was a, an infant. <laughs> Left on my front doorstep in a Literally, basket. the stork dropped me off in Hell's Kitchen. And, you know, Adam and I became very close. He was gracious enough to ask me to come onto the pod and co-host with him. And I was so nervous. And what has happened since is life. I mean... I have a partner now. I have a really demanding job. I have a dog and a car, a car. I mean, I am, I have evolved from a frost pig to a frost boar. <laughs> so I fucking hate you for that. No, by boar, really you good. mean a, a giant pig, not a, not someone boring. Oh no, I'm not boring. No, no. Well, anyway, so, um, I, I'm, I'm so That's grateful. Sickling. Sickling, no. I am, um, I, I don't even really know what to say other than thank you all, the listeners, for all of your support over the years. Um, thank you, Adam. Thank you, JB. I, it, it, yeah, I, I'm, 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 I'm excited to move forward and to continue, you know, having my life grow and evolve. But I will, I will truly miss the time spent here. And maybe you'll come back. Oh, absolutely. When... This My is new goodbye. co-host is unavailable. Or yes, just for special I would love to do a pop appearances, just pop-ups. Yeah. Well, I will say I I'm devastated to lose you. I, you're an enormous part of the show, and and I think you have been the perfect co-host for me. Um, and part of that is our friendship and getting each other's sense of humor and having similar sensibilities. But you just sort of know exactly when to chime in and when to sit back. And you you're very funny and witty, and you're also plugged into pop culture in a way that I am not. Um, and you bring youth and vigor and vitality to the show. Thank you. Um, but I wasn't shocked when you told me because this past year you've really been phoning it in. Let's be honest. <laughs> Let's be honest. No, I, listen, I have said on this podcast before, the only thing I do is show up, eat bagels, and talk out of my ass. And you've had to, you've had to not be here a lot because, as you just explained, you have a very busy life and you've have, you have other commitments now that you didn't have when you first signed up for the show. So. Right. I get it. And I was I'm so happy nervous. for you. You're leaving for the best reasons. I was so nervous to tell you, Adam. I, we, we talked What'd about What did you think this. I was going to do? You know, throw a fit, flip a table, <laughs> something. A real Prostitution whore. Prostitution whore. Um, I mean, would you like me to start flipping tables? Yeah, JP can throw a fit. Yeah, like, I know. Can we you get son a of a bitch. How you do this to me? I'm tired of you. I made you who you are. And you're going to leave me like this. How dare you? You're <laughs> this shit. Oh my god! Wow, that was incredible. Thank you. Thank you. That we need we need an audio drop of that. <laughs> yeah, that that that'll be on the soundboard. JB goes crazy. Hilarity. No, I didn't. I wasn't angry. I was sad, but yes. I totally understood. And I wish you all the best. And I thank you. Um, and when I thought about who I could find to fill your size seven shoes, seven, <laughs> girl, I'm a nine. <laughs>
Let's not get it twisted. No, and I was like, who can who can I get? And so um, we did a nationwide search. Yes. You may have seen the MTV reality show yes. uh, co-host The Ass, hosted by Ryan Seacrest. Um, no, I mean, I really did think about all the people who have guest hosted and all the people I know who might want to do this. And I wanted someone, to be honest, I wanted someone similar to you. Yeah. I wanted someone younger than me, someone who is as piggy as me or piggier mm-hmm. and comfortable talking about sex because that's mm-hmm. a lot of what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted someone who was like plugged into culture mm-hmm. in ways that I'm not, funny, smart. And if that person could be a person of color – all the better because Absolutely. there's enough podcasts with white people talking and, right. you know, yeah. it would certainly help us get a fresh perspective on the show. And then I thought, well, I have all of those things in one person and he has just recently been co-hosting with us. And oh my God, here he is again, just <gasps> happens to be in studio, Steve Cesaro. Our sister. Hello, everyone. It's so nice to be here. Thanks for having Welcome, me. Welcome, new co-host. Hello. Welcome. Your initiation will begin um, after we record. Um, I'm so happy I cleaned up Did you bring morning. your uh, butt plug and jock strap and um, all those things? I actually am wearing a jock strap. <laughs> oh. It's my blue one today. Look it how felt prepared. Like, it felt like the, appro- the skies are blue. You know, the, my blues have gone away. So My balls are blue. My balls She's are onto blue. something so, here. Congratulations. And, thank you. Steve, is this the greatest honor of your life? This is the greatest honor of my life. And I know I've said it before, but it just keeps getting... The circle just keeps like getting more and more full. It's It's really... I love being here. And also, Ryan, I'm also a nine uh, in my oh. shoe size. So and so am I. We, we all have we, small feet. We can, Ooh, oh, my God. Side oh my. <laughs> I'm not sharing any shoes with Ryan. I'll tell you that. Oh, girl. Uh, do, you have, do you have toenail fungus? No. It's disgusting. But he, my feet used to be smelly. They're not anymore. Smelly. How did you cure smelly feet? I, I he threw socks. away his Doc Martens that were like 15 years old. Yeah, because old. you forced me to. <laughs> I, I literally bought him new Gifted Doc Martens. Gifted me new shoes. And I was said, like, you can't wear you these anymore. To. He but would bring them into my He would bring them into my apartment, and my apartment would stink just from the shoes sitting there. I, sometimes I would leave them outside, and it would still stink up the apartment. The whole apartment. building would stink. Anyway, Steve, back to you. Yes, hi. <laughs> You've been on the show a, a bunch of times now. I have. Um, to give us your whole story. Start at birth and uh, leave nothing out. Sure. So uh, I was born in Mexico and in Mexico City. And I we actually had two attempts to living in the U.S. The first time was in Florida, in uh, Tampa. My parents hated Tampa. Sorry to anyone listening who's in Tampa, Florida. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we went Shade. back. Uh, and then... Uh, back my, to Mexico uh, City. Back to Mexico City. And then the second attempt is uh, my dad's a doctor and he wanted to get his American license. So we actually moved to Boston so that he... He can go to Harvard to get his Harvard education. Smart um, cookie. Yeah, but he never finished. So, you know, right. whatever. Um, I don't like my dad, but it's fine. We can talk about that on another episode Girl. about called Daddy Issues with Steve. Daddy. Yes. Where's the hat? I'm Where's wearing the hat? a Daddy Issues hat right now. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and JV. So, uh, yeah. And then I grew up in Boston. And then we. How did you not get that horrible uh, Boston accent? You know, my accent has changed many times, mostly because of college. We had an accent reduction class. Oh. Allegedly, I accent sound like reduction. I'm Pacific Northwest, okay. um, but I don't think so anymore. I think some of the Hispanic has come back in. I think some of the Cleveland A has come back in, and then I'm sure there's a little bit of New York now. Mm. Um, but yeah, I had accent reduction class. The accent reduction class. So you grew up in Boston. You went to college where? I grew up in actually Cleveland, Ohio. Oh. Yeah. We were only there for five years and then did most of my 
my learning and growing in Cleveland. Okay. And then I went to college in Columbus. I'm also a buffa with buffa. Uh, BFA. Yes, that, and was, that was a, a requirement to be co-host on the ass. You must have a Bachelor of Fine Arts. Yeah. <laughs> my most useless degree, which is actually truly. fake it till you make it, so maybe it was the best degree you have ever gotten. Truly. Yeah. But truly Steve is. is very talented. Yes. Has a beautiful singing voice. One day I'll actually sing instead of being terrified to sing on air. Yeah, I want you to. One day. Let it rip. One day. <laughs> I um, that right? Oh, my yeah. God. Mm. Is that what smells? Yeah. Oh, got it. Anyway, so. <laughs> this is so much fun. I don't want to leave anymore. Oh, good. But Welcome back. <laughs> Great. Um, and then I moved to New York City, uh, got a tour, and started traveling the world. Wait, what show? I was uh, in Thomas and Friends Live, A Circus Comes to Town. Yes, oh, the cute. international tour I did everywhere yes, in the world except for the UK because apparently they have their own actors. So fine. Um, so I actually have never been to Europe. I've been everywhere hmm. except for Europe. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So, and then uh, I came back and did a, I was mostly doing concerts at that point, just singing and getting invited to do, you know, holiday concerts or different sort of musical theater concerts, little stuff here in the city. Also accompanying people on the piano. I also play the piano. Oh, he's so great. So um, talented. You know, concert train. Not that I'm tossing my hair, but I can't play those things anymore, but I used to be able to play very well. Um, and then I met my husband when I ended up working on Broadway, and um, and now we're married, and we live this fantasy of you know weekdays in the city, weekends in the country, mm. a um, weekend in the country. I met Ryan through the chorus. Oh and my yeah, Steve and Ryan and I were all in the New York City Gay Men's Chorus yeah. for a time. Can I interject real Please. quickly? Because we were speaking about Puerto Vallarta before. Mm -hmm. So the three of us were in Puerto Vallarta together <laughs> for a a 24 ago, hours. Uh -huh. For 24 hours. And in that 24 hours, Steve and I were supposed to hook up. Yes. <laughs> I fell asleep after months of like, oh yeah, in Puerto Vallarta, in Puerto Vallarta. I fell asleep and this bitch read me for filth. And it was, wouldn't be another year until we finally made Whoopi. And I have a recording of that. Yes. Oh my God. Now, the question is, who could have been the top? I was the... Th okay, well, I, I don't have any bottom. shame in sharing this. I ended up having to be the top because I wasn't ready to bottom that oh. evening. Steve Steve's tried, always ready. Steve, <coughs> Steve tried to top me, and then he said, honey, you're going to need to go in the bathroom and take care of some stuff oh, in there. no. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to top. And so... Um, <laughs> it was so sweet. That's a beautiful story. It was fun. And then uh, I kicked him out of my room. Now, yeah. see, Steve, you, met, you mentioned your husband, Lane. Yes. You love oh, Lane. actually, you didn't say his name, but I just oh, did. Fine. Yeah. Um, ha have you and Lane <laughs> had a discussion as to how much you're able to share on the air? I'm able to share things about me. I'm not able to share things about him or things that, like, we find private. So we Fair. will keep that. But I can talk about, like, our rules and, you know, how, how our relationship works. I can talk about that. All right. Yeah, we're, we'll get into uh, that another time. Yeah, not today. <laughs> And As my it, face turns completely red. Oh my God, is it true that. that you once blew a cast member of Anything Goes during the show? No. <laughs> I, oh, I, I heard was, a rumor. No, I was incredibly appropriate during my Broadway run, and I never slept with anybody. Well, one, Lane and I weren't open, so that didn't happen. But also, um, I was terrified, one, of getting fired, and two, of getting a reputation, because I had a really amazing reputation on Broadway. That's smart. As uh, the person that would always show up, that could deal with incredibly difficult people, and that's how I worked um, pretty consistently until I chose to leave. And you, for years, were the assistant to Joel Gray. I actually continued to work for Joel Gray, but in a different capacity. 
University. Oh. Um, Academy Award winning yeah. actor and theater legend. Yeah. Well, That's, I'm hoping, uh, you know, we can, we can convince him yes, to be a guest on Hook the show. Yes, please. Oh, up. my God. Um, but yeah, so I, I worked for Joel Gray starting in 2012. And I guess over oh, 10, 10 years later in, in a love relationship. And I know I said I have daddy issues, but uh, Joel is basically my dad. And we talk about everything. And he gives me unsolicited advice, even when I don't want to hear it, just like any other dad would. So I love that man. And he's incredible. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Well, Steve, it's been great getting to know you. It's so Welcome. Nice to you. Thank you. And uh, I'm looking forward to many years. Yes. Years. <laughs> yeah, you, you <laughs> just sharing you the just microphones. You just signed a four-year contract. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm really happy to be here. Great. <laughs> no, it's a thrill to have you Thanks here. And what me. I love, uh, one of the many things I love about you is that you're an actual fan of the show. You yes. know how the show works. You get the rhythm. We are weekly listeners, which now I get to listen to myself weekly. And I have to probably tell Lane in advance what I'm going to talk about. Just so this show Do doesn't like listening to yourself. Um, you know what? I actually I never think I'm funny, and then when I listen to myself, I'm like, oh, I kind of am funny. So it kind of is like a confidence booster. Yeah. Um, I also feel like I know what I sound like. Yeah. So it's not. I don't feel like I'm vomiting into the microphone. I know a lot of people hate how they sound like. I'm like, oh, I sound fine. If anything, I think my voice is a lot higher than I hear myself talking. I think you have a lovely voice. Oh, thank you. You do, you too. You really do. Uh, the singing voice is so good. phenomenal. We'll definitely get you singing. Yeah. Uh, when we do our holiday show I next Christmas, you're <gasps> going to be one of the uh, featured artists. Aww. All right, so let's get into a little bit of news. Here's how today is going to work. Uh, first of all, if you're listening live and you want to call in to say farewell to Ryan, yeah, the number is 804-TALK-ASS. Gail doesn't listen live anymore, so otherwise I'm sure she would be calling. Love you, Gail. I love Gail too. She's oh, the best. I know. I have to thank oh, yes. JB, not our JB, but uh, another JB from Phoenix, Arizona, sent a lovely holiday card and some cash, which I divided equally among uh, Ryan and JB. So thank you so much for that very sweet um, thank gift. Thank you so much, JB. And it was a lovely card. Love and uh, yeah. So JB in Arizona, thank you. And also thank you to, wait, I got another card too. This is a lovely card from Jeff K. So thank you, Jeff, in Palm Desert, California. Okay, time now uh, to do a little bit of news. Then we're going to do the best of Frostpig, some yes. uh, clips that Ryan has hand-selected. I just really quickly, very quickly, uh, something on this podcast that has uh, been a little bit of a reoccurring theme is Planet Don't Do It, right? <laughs> there have been many plans that have been made on Pretty this podcast. Pretty much all of our plans. <laughs> But, and it's a big but, I have to say it, I actually followed through this time. And I did the most work I've ever done for this podcast <laughs> in the past week. So I'm very excited to share Best of Frostpig with the listeners. You yes, know? you did. You worked very hard, and we're going to get to that a little later. And if there's time, we're even going to play a game of Ask Me No Questions we're make time. with Ryan. We're gonna all make right, time. so let's whip through these. Okay. First of all, um, the big takeaway from New Year's Eve, culturally speaking, is that Andy Cohen is an asshole. Um, we were actually watching. No, we, really? <laughs> we were actually watching Andy and Anderson live, and it, it was just sort of like Shame. on in the background at my little impromptu party. And then when we went up to the roof, we were listening to it live on the CNN SiriusXM app, but not really paying attention. And I heard him screaming and yelling, and we just sort of ignored it. None of us were like, we were just like, oh, what is he doing? Well, it turns out he was really fucked up and trashing. Outgoing New York Mayor Bill de Blasio, who just uh, – his term just ended after eight years. We have a new mayor, Eric Adams, and this happened at midnight on New Year's Eve. And I guess the mayor gave some kind of farewell address and then music started playing and he started dancing. 
and Andy Cohen started ranting. And here's what that sounded like. Let me tell you something. Oh, please. Tell us something, Andy. Watching Mayor de Blasio. Oh, don't go on a rant. Do his don't go on a rant. victory lap dance. Don't, don't, don't. After four years <laughs> of the, the crap as the mayor of New York, the That's only thing that Democrats and Republicans can That's agree how, on I mean, is, is what how, a horrible mayor he has he, been. Wow. So sayonara, sucker. Wow. So in addition to that, mm. he also uh, slammed Ryan Seacrest. He said, if you're watching ABC's New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest, you're missing everything. Um, he made fun of the guests that they had on that show. Um, and then when Journey came out to, p- to play, you know, Journey, their lead singer, Steve Perry, left years ago. Mm-hmm. And since he left, they've had a young Filipino man mm-hmm. who sounds exactly like Steve Perry. Mm-hmm. He has a phenomenal voice yeah. as their lead singer. And it's gotten to a point now where fans prefer the new singer, to whose name I'm sorry I don't have, uh, to Steve Perry. And, he st- he, and Andy starts yelling, fake journey, fake journey. It's not real without Steve Perry. So he basically just really showed his ass on TV. And the rumors, it wasn't even a rumor, it was a report from Heavy.com, was that CNN had um, not fired him because he's not an employee, but basically kicked him off the gig, said, you're never doing this again. Good. Then CNN came out and said, that's not true. We stand behind him, which was surprising. Yeah, that is surprising. And then Andy went on Twitter and said, I may have been a bit overserved the night before. I made the choice to get drunk on New Year's Eve and lead a virtual audience in a night of revelry to forget a very shitty year. Ashamed I am not. I had fun and so did others. Happy New Year. Now, there's a local drag queen in New York named Logan Hardcore, who I've known since she was like a mm-hmm. baby dra- drag queen. And she, she was my first drag queen I ever saw on Fire Island. Amazing. Yeah. And she is sober. Mm-hmm. And she replied, you weren't oversexed. No, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't overserved. You served yourself. Yep. You were pushing liquor on Anderson Cooper, and it was a mess. You have had cocaine wiped off your nose on national TV. When will CNN pull the plug? Kathy Griffin was fired for far less. Yes. Shade. My, my comment on this is bring back Kathy. I think everyone feels that way. Bring back Kathy. Steve, your guy. thoughts. Yeah. You know, I actually remember watching this live and seeing his eyes completely crossed. Because and... <laughs> <laughs> he does have that lazy right. eye. And then Anderson, um, what do you call it, just trying to shush him. And I just remember, because he, you know, he lives here in the city, he lives in the village. Yeah. And he has all these rumors of just kind of being a horrible, terrible person that no one wants to be around. And I never really believed it because, you know, there's always rumors about celebrities and what sure. they're like. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel like there's only two people in the world that really show who they are, and it's children and drunk people. And, you know, he was just a horrible – he didn't know how to censor himself. And even when people were telling him to stop, he kept going. And it's just, you know, as a person in the public eye, I think you should just know better. Well, my problem is it's not entertaining. No. It's it's no different than being in a bar where there's yeah. some loud, drunk asshole who won't stop ranting. I don't really care about de Blasio one way no. or the other. I don't hate him. I don't yeah. think he was the worst mayor ever. Right. But I'm not sad to see him go. But if you're going to do a rant, like, it should be clever and funny, funny. and something you've actually prepared, not yeah. just a screaming uh, yeah. whatever. Real quick. <laughs> Please. Two years ago or – whenever 2018 was, Steve gifted me a uh, a ticket to the Watch What Happens Live 
taping. Oh, Remember this? Right. This was so long ago. This was really long yeah, ago. Yeah. And I went and Andy Cohen is a horrible person. He was so rude to everyone. He he was like doing this as he was walking by because he didn't want people shielding his face. Yeah, it's yeah. like, dude, get the fuck over yourself. Yeah. I will confess, I do like like that show. Um, yes, and because I love the Housewives yes. and I love seeing them on that show. But um, yeah, I think everyone thinks he's a cunt. Yeah, Kathy and was right. Most DNR Studios listeners hate him anyway because. OutQ, where Derek and Romaine used to have their show, was deleted off the dial in place of Radio Andy. Right. Which, who wants to listen to that? Oh. Um, okay, mm. other big news. Honestly, I never cared for her. I'm glad what happened to her happened to her. Because she, again, is a horrible person. And I want bad things to happen to horrible people. Because they deserve bad things. Excuse me, I have a phone. Okay, another big story that broke while we were off is that the FDA has approved an injectable form of PrEP. Yay. So rather than having to take a daily pill, uh, you can get a shot twice a month, and it will give you just as much protection against HIV as the daily pill. Um, the name of this is, and I'm only going to say it in French because it looks like a French word, apretude. It's A-P-R-E-T-U-D-E. I don't know how it's actually pronounced, but I think it should be called apretude. The FDA says apretude will come with a boxed warning. Um as anyone who with HIV who takes the drug may develop drug resistance. So in other words, this is only for HIV negative people who are who want to prevent infection. If you're already paused, this is not a treatment. Um, my feeling about this is it's great. Any new development, any new option in the fight against HIV is fabulous. I don't know why someone would prefer getting injected twice a month to just taking a, a pill once a day at home. To me, it's no different than taking my daily vitamin, my daily uh, apple cider vinegar pill, all the other pills I take. Like, why is it a hard thing? But I do understand adherence is difficult for people. Now, Steve, you are a national spokesperson for yes, an mama. HIV drug. So what how, what are your feelings about this? So I actually did talk to my uh, doctor about this the other day. I went for my second HPV shot. So Ooh, yeah. HPV is a real thing. Good for you. Yeah, yes, that will prevent anal warts. Yep. And uh, anal cancer as well as forms of esophageal cancer. So, yes. Um, for, very you, for all you cocksuckers yeah. out there. Mm -hmm. um, so I asked him about it. I said, I can't do it. My contract with Discovery is, is uh, for one more year. So I, I contractually have to... Take this. She's on a contract. I'm on a contract. To, to That's crazy. To, yeah, three years. I have to take the Scoby. Wow. Um, and but I was curious because I'm like, this is so great. Like as soon as I'm done, for me, I think the le I, don't, I mean, I guess it's the same thing, right? Like it's a pill or it's uh, medication. It's something in your body that's right. not naturally there. But I think I would do it just because it's like, all right, one less thing I have to worry about it. Um, but what he was saying is just because the FDA uh, and the CDC cleared it that it doesn't necessarily mean that it's ready. That's probably going to be a few months to a year before it's actually available on the market. Um, and it, he said it's something that patients are going to have to get from uh, uh, the pharmacy and bring it to their doctors and have their doctors administer mm. it until they have a plan in place on how to self-administer at home. So it's not like testosterone or insulin. It's something that has to be done by a professional in an office. Oh, Steve really yeah. did his homework on this. Oh, you better thank you for that Here's wealth my of information. Yes, Ryan. <laughs> Is there an anal option? <laughs> He didn't say inject. You mean like that would be injected by a penis? <laughs> well, like, you know, you just inject. Patrick loves that porn. Patrick loves any kind of uh, porn in which a doctor yeah. and a patient, like the doctor says, like, I have to give you this treatment, but can only be delivered via my penis to your anus. Yes. That's like his favorite. Love it. Hi, Patrick. Mm. Um, hey. Hi, Patrick. I love it. Love I love you. you. I love you, Patrick. I love it. 
Okay, anyway, shipping of apretude to wholesalers in the U.S. will begin in early 2022. Um, we're going to do uh, one more story in honor of Ryan. Yes. And then we are going to get into the best of Frostpig. I'm so excited. This is a story that I printed out possibly three years ago. It's been in my folder. It's not dated. It's from Queer Tea. Great. The writer is Chris Kelly. But I thought today, as Ryan's final day, it would be a perfect opportunity to tell you the 10 ways that RuPaul's Drag Race has changed the world for the better. Shantae, you stay. <laughs> Shantae, you stay. Very good, Ryan. Good. First of all, real quick, what did you think of uh, episode one it. of season 14 last night? I loved it. Me too. I thought it was great. Your favorites? Cornbridge Yes. Um, Bosco. Yes. And oh, who was the third I loved? Will Pill. Willow Pill. I don't Love. like the way RuPaul says it. It makes me very uncomfortable. I think it's hilarious. Patrick and I all night were going, Will Pill. Her entrance room <laughs> look was so iconic. This giving very high school musical, early aughts, the, the platform. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. Um, she looked like a tween. I loved it. And then I loved that Puerto Rican drag queen <gasps> thinking that her name was Willow Pillow. Oh, my God. Because that's it. actually a better name. And she is hot. Beautiful hot. as a man and a woman. Uh, okay, here are the 10 ways that Queer T says RuPaul's Drag Race has changed the world for the better. Number one, drag is now a path to stardom. Yeah. Um, ask a Ru girl to name the past three Miss Continental title holders, and I promise you she won't know the answer. <laughs> Getting on Drag Race, on the other hand, proper, uh, propels queens to a new level of fame and wealth they could never have achieved otherwise. Uh, sure, there have only been only been a handful of winners from the past decade, but I can't think of any other way that those talented individuals would have become mainstream queer icons and six-figure income earners. Okay, I do have to say one thing, and I know this is about RuPaul's Drag Race, but I don't really appreciate that comment about Miss Continental because Miss Continental was RuPaul's Drag Race before there was a RuPaul's Drag Race. Of course. When you won Miss Continental. But it was not televised. No, but it, it did propel you into stardom in the drag world at that time. But not in any way. But it's, it's still, a different universe. I understand. Of, of wealth and but we and have to pay exposure. homage to the pay the homage. And dolls that came. Pay the homage. <laughs> homage. Number two, performers get to be people. Yeah. With her series, RuPaul has shown a light on not only the humanity behind the craft, but also the immense effort and skill required to excel in it. By showing drag queens dealing with politics, family, and interpersonal drama while learning choreography and stoning a dress. The show has changed many people's perspective on this underappreciated art form and the artists themselves. That's what it did for me. Mm -hmm. I really, I liked drag queens. I never had anything against them. Yeah. I never appreciated the art form Same. until I watched RuPaul's Drag Race and Same. saw how much work yeah. goes into it. Yeah, And you can really see how the work pays off. The queens who do the work are fucking amazing. And the ones who don't just aren't. Uh, number three, queens need love too. Mm -hmm. um, you know, for years, people would say I could never date a drag queen. That was like a common refrain in the gay community. And drag performers all over the world can relate to this. While it's easy to criticize the casting department for its bias towards slim, attractive men, at least in the past, mm -hmm. it's also been nice to remind people that if they check under all that padding and foundation, they might find someone sweet, charming, and sexy. T. Number four, drag is everywhere. Drag is all over the world. Drag Race has been on TV for so long that young people have grown up watching it. 
and dreaming of doing drag in the same way that American Idol viewers dreamt of singing one day, even former winner Bob the Drag Queen was inspired to hit the stage by watching the show's first season. Yeah. The burst in popularity means that drag is easier than ever to find and enjoy. It's in every bar. There's drag brunches. There's drag shows that you there's can go to in economy. Vegas. And there's a whole drag economy. Uh, uh, what's RuPaul's it called? Drag Con. Yes. Yeah. Uh, number five, our definition of drag is evolving. Sure is. People have always thought of drag as a cisgender, cisgender man dressing up as a woman, but it's so much more than that now. Um, RuPaul has had uh, trans, uh, reluctantly at first, let's yes. be clear. Yes. But she ha- she now regularly features trans women. Uh, uh, Got Mick was the first trans man mm-hmm. to compete and did, he didn't win, right? No, but almost did. He did incredibly well on the show. Yeah. Bearded queens, mm-hmm. butch queens. I mean, it, the, the and the, and they've always been there. Let's be clear. Yeah, those people, course. RuPaul didn't invent those. No. But by showcasing them, completely blown up our definition of drag. Absolutely. Number six, it's raising awareness. Our understanding of gender has expa- expanded far beyond the strict male-female binary. Drag race contestants have been key figures in spreading that discussion. Winners Violent Violet Chachki and Jinx Monsoon have stepped up as positive role models for the non-binary community. Courtney Act, also non-binary, has made frank, easy-to-follow talks about gender and sexuality part of her brand. Mm-hmm. Um, number seven, lip-syncing is having a moment. It's the best weapon in a queen's arsenal, the ability to turn a song into a full-fledged event, whether that means death drops and jump splits or standing still and serving face. And sure, Jimmy Fallon's lip sync battle is a watered down version of Drag Race's signature shutdown, but it's still fun to see Kathy Bates and Tom Holland strutting their stuff to beloved pop anthems. I haven't watched that show. I haven't either, but I do remember that Tom Holland lip sync because he did um, the Rihanna Rain song. What's it called? Umbrella. Mm-hmm. In like a corset. He was turning it. But it really has elevated lip syncing. When I went to drag shows in the 90s, mm-hmm. Lip syncing was just lip syncing. Right. That was all there was to it. Lip syncing. Except for Lip Synca, who did her own yeah. special thing. Now it's dancing, it's tricks, it's stunts, it's reveals. It's like, I mean, it has been so elevated. And you can't just do one song, you have to do a whole mix, which Lip Synca started. I mean, yep. I, I believe. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. She definitely was the the first one to be doing it in in a way that people saw. Yeah. Um, number eight, queer education has hit prime time, thanks to Aja. A whole new demographic was furiously googling Crystal Labeja this spring, mm-hmm. or whenever. There you go. This article okay. came out. So all uh, stars three. So what 2017. Year? 2017 is yeah. when I printed this out. Um, <laughs> yeah, basically all of these queer icons that have not gotten their due and are brought up again and again on the show. This is educating people. Number nine, people want more. Um, <laughs> and they got more. Years later, they got more. We can't all be Bianca Del Rio. So a few extra butts in the seats at drag shows across the world and a few extra dollars in the tip bucket can make a huge difference to a small timer with big dreams. And finally, number 10, it gives us hope. When we're going through trying times in this country as we are now, um, dealing with racism, dealing with homophobia, transphobia, the rise of fascism, uh, hate crimes. Uh, this show, and I think this is the reason I watch it to this day, is it just fills you with love and humor and uplift and hope. It's, it's, it's an uplifting show. It changed the world. It really changed 
the world. I mean, that's now- the headline of the article I just read. Oh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and now, without further ado, we have 17 minutes. I'm going to turn the show over to Ryan for his hand-selected <laughs> Best of Frostpig clips. We begin with our first clip, <laughs> um, which was my first time as co-ho of The Adam Sink Show. Episode 19. Episode 19. And you were guest honey. co-hosting, we should I was say. Guest you were not the mm-hmm. official. But, I was not uh, official. Was here's on. how that sounded. Yeah. But, but also today uh, is exciting because my co-host, for the very first time, my guest co-host today is my very good friend, Ryan Frostig. Give it up for Ryan, studio audience. Welcome. Thank you for having me. If you guys want to know uh, Ryan's last name, it's Frostig. Like frosting without the N? Rhymes with frost pig or tossed pig. And you have tossed a lot of pigs, I haven't you, I am quite Ryan? the pig. I'm also a huge fan of the S. So. He, both literally and literally figuratively. And your show is good, too. Thank you. Ryan is just back from a week's, uh, week-long vacation in Spain. España extravaganza. Yes, and I want to hear all about it. You have 30 seconds. Go. Oh, my God. I ate everything. I fell in love. I had a head injury. I really I did it all. <laughs> I thought we weren't going to talk about the uh, head injury. Well, are, we, are, you, are you coming out of the my, closet with your head injury? This is my um, – I'm, I'm breaking news. Uh, I had a head injury in, in Spain. Uh, and by head injury, he doesn't mean that someone was giving him head and they injured his penis. So <laughs> this, funny. Was very, this was very interesting because I came back from Spain two days before this, before we recorded. I wasn't even sure if I was going to be able to record. I mean, You were I, a mess. It was, it was bad. I, I had basically chain smoked and fucking was dehydrated and smoked a doobie and I passed the fuck out and I split my head open. I had to go to the ER on my last night in Spain. It was bad. My Spanish boyfriend was so mad at me for that. He also worked at the hostel I was staying at, so he was a little bit embarrassed. But um, it was it's so interesting hearing my voice because you can tell I'm a little nervous. Mm-hmm. You can tell I'm a little like... <laughs> but you know what's crazy? That was almost 200 episodes I ago. Know. I know. It's wild. It was another lifetime. Yeah. Well, I thought you were funny and, and great from the get-go. I really do. You may have felt nervous, but you... Yeah. you uh, you found your way quite soon. Well, what's exciting is that our next clip would be several years later when I think I found my groove a little bit. Okay. This is from one of my favorite episodes, one of my favorite guests of all time, Irene Bremis. Hi, Irene. I Come love, on, Irene. I love you, Irene. I love you, Irene. Um, and uh, this was from her um, Ask Me No Questions, where we all participated in the fun. Hit it. All right, we've never asked a guest this before, okay, but we'll I do. think you're Shoot. the perfect uh, person to debut it. Okay. Perform for us your best fake orgasm. Oh, this cake is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Bravo, Irene. I Bravo. Yeah. I honestly I wonder if our lesbian listeners just got a little turned on. Oh, I got you, turned on. Well, sweetie. We got a little red. We got to play this for Romaine and <laughs> see what she does. That's, that was really... <laughs> I'm hungry for some cake. That was good. Ryan, now do yours. <clears throat> Uh-oh, sweetie. Oh, 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 oh. Wow. Yeah! My Thank husband you. has to 
practice that. We have a room full of actors. <laughs> JB. Oh my God. JB, it's been a long time, right? Since you've. Uh... <laughs> I love oh, this. Mine's, Shade. Mine's is very simple. Yeah. I'm. I'm done. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> and now yours. Mine. I sound really, really Don't gay when I do it. Don't just get into it. It's like um. Huh? 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 Oh yeah. Huh? Huh? <laughs> 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 it's kind of like that. Oh my God. Oh my I actually God. have it on video. I forgot about JB's. JB's was so funny. Get out. Now, I wanted to play a longer clip from this episode because, honestly, Irene's Ask Me No Questions was hilarious. She's hysterical, but had to keep it no short. So that clip would then inspire a soundboard feature. Yes, we have only... Irene no, and me. Ryan. Oh, both? Yeah. Oh, nice. oh. Oh. Yeah, that's on the soundboard permanently. Yeah. And we will, Great. we will think of you fondly every time yes. we hit it. Okay. What's next? So the next, there's a couple clips from this next episode, which is another one of my favorite episodes. I think this is 116. That was 109. Yeah. This is 116, I believe. Uh, the guest was uh, Gerald. Gerald McCulloch. McCulloch. Uh, very, very handsome daddy. Actor and director. Yes. And um, the first clip from the episode um, was about uh, a seasonal item, let's just say. All right. Hit it. Ryan and JB, it, it is fall. It is October. Happy uh, fall do you to enjoy, all the basic do you, bitches. <laughs> do, do you enjoy pumpkin spice things? Um, not yes. from Starbucks. We have a pumpkin spice Keurig here at DDR Studios that Derek, he took down a sign, but he had a sign that says basic pumpkin spice right here. I did. I saw that on social media. <laughs> I like pumpkin flavored things. Like I love pumpkin pie. I love pumpkin loafs. I like pumpkin candles. The pumpkin spice latte from Starbucks is trash. And I will not consume that product. I'm with you. I'm not a big fan of the but, pumpkin spice but, products, but I do like pumpkin spice itself. Yes. Like, I love a good pumpkin pie. Sure. Or like a pumpkin muffin. Mm. Anyway, the reason I bring this up is because, uh, so a few weeks ago, I posted this meme, this gif, whatever, this thing that, some, that I had seen that was like pumpkin spice prep. Oh, you know, yes. it was a joke. Yes, they didn't yes, really yes, make yes. pumpkin spice prep. Well, this is not a joke. A company has introduced pumpkin spice poppers. Wait, what? Pumpkin spice poppers. Okay. Girl. 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 I want to. We, we need to talk about your life right now. If you're buying pumpkin spice poppers, bitch, get together. <laughs> There's a company called Double Scorpio, which and I believe we have some sound of this. Uh, it, Double Scorpio has released pumpkin spice latte. Um, and I have to read you this. This is from the press release. Pumpkin spice latte is our newest scent just in time for sweater weather. Whether you're a festive top or an autumnal bottom. <laughs> now that's great, right? Are here. you an autumnal bottom, right? Absolutely. Pumpkin spice latte will warm your heart with a scent that is anything but basic. You know those things that you hear about that you're like, I will never try that. That sounds fucking gross and weird. I don't think this is one of those. I actually kind of want to. I want to. If I were them. still doing poppers, which I am not, I would try this in a heartbeat because real poppers smell terrible and they make the room smell terrible. It'd be kind of nice to after you get fucked and your trick leaves. If your home has like a nice festive are there, autumn smell to it, I there, think what's what's the downside? Are there like scented different various? I've never poppers? heard of this. Is that a I've thing? never heard of scented poppers. Why hasn't someone 
well, kind of made that a thing. Now they have. These are available on DoubleScorpio.com for $24. They are not an advertiser or a sponsor, but I would love it if they were. They should be. So if you're listening, Double Scorpio, send us some samples. Dr. Scorpio, or Double Scorpio, <laughs> if you're listening. I want you to hear me, please. Mr. President, if you're listening. listening. Oh my God! So many things. First of so all, this is things. the best of JB as well as the best of Crosspay. <laughs> yeah, no one ever sent us those poppers. No, I was just going to say. DoubleScorpio.com is still up. It still sells tons of poppers, but pumpkin spice poppers have been discontinued. Got it. You oh, know, I have tried mint uh, poppers. Oh. I do have to say. It's pretty good. Like that okay. horrible smell. Yeah. I don't like the smell. I get migraines and it triggers migraines for me, so uh-huh. I can't do them all the time. But someone's like, here, let's open you up a little bit more. I'm like, great. And I'm like, oh, this is nice. Like my breath is minty. My nose mm. is minty. It's like a nice tingling opening sensation. You sold me. Yeah. You know? I just feel it's like I, mean, I have questions, but I don't think we have the time no, for we'll, the question. Okay. So we'll talk about okay. this. Okay. Next okay. Time. All right. Do we have, is that the last clip or is no. there more? No, okay. there's more. So then, so the, the next clip, this is probably one of the funniest stories that we covered i mean this this, this and it then, was ongoing it was ongoing it led to its own segment it had a bumper and everything um i'm just gonna let the clips speak for themselves because it. it's a I, crazy I premise baby. i need to see this baby um, uh, I, there is a picture of her but i don't have it printed I out i am deeply disturbed <laughs> and i have no more i have no more comments at this time well uh <laughs> i i mean i mean i mean the headline alone just completely woman claims adopted girl she abandoned was really an adult dwarf who wanted to kill her family on my breakdown it's parents charged with abandoning adopted child they claim is really evil dwarf (laughs) (laughs) well that was my headline oh you was my synopsis it's uh it's Now, what's really fucked up, you, I mean, this is really fucked up. Everything I mean, about it's fucked, really up, fucked up. But here's what's crazy. No one knows where Natalie is right now. No what? one can find her. What's oh, the, God, what's the brother's dwarf. name? The brother's name is Jacob. In every family, you have a Jacob <laughs> and you have a Natalie. <laughs> one is a prodigy, prodigy, one is an evil dwarf. <laughs> well, this story is really upsetting to, pe- to adopted kids as well totally. as to dwarves. Yeah, it's really. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of whom this are is... known to be evil. <laughs> so we just need to wrap this up. Oh my god! All of us are laughing as hard in the as studio we did now at that time. as we were. So that was the story of Natalia, who we thought it was Natalie at, the at time. first. And yeah, there were many updates, and it turned out that Natalia was indeed a child. Dwarf, yes, not evil, no, and adopted by a new family who is raising her with love. So, yes. pretty much so the, the first family fucked up. The final <laughs> clip is just we we came we had to come back to it later. Um, but there's also this other funny part. Just play the clip. Hit it. Oh, she's so bitter. I is Andrew Holfelcher. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> no, so it's them holes. it's Chase Holfelder. <laughs> I mean, if that isn't a poor name. Chase hole filler. Hole filler, yeah. Bug chasing hole filler. <laughs> Wait, what is felch again? Felch is when you suck the cum out of someone's butt that you oh, just right, filled. right, right, right. Yeah. So hole felcher. Hole felcher. That should be his name. This is how we're punishing him for not coming on the show. Chase, if you're listening. <laughs> we're renaming you. Uh, I just love that, though. And on, and he, so good. He does another one where he plays, like, household objects and turns it into, like, a symphony. Like, he's really talented. It's stuff, it's stuff like this that makes me happy the internet exists. That me people too. can, like, use it as a platform to put this kind of stuff out. Everyone but JB loves it. Okay. 
Um, here's another. This may this may be as crazy a story as the orphan story. <laughs> I am still trying, Natalie. Natalie, if you're out there, oh my God! If we could get Natalie, on the show. <laughs> get Natalie but, on the but show. But I'm scared of her too because apparently she well, hides knives under the we'll sofa. Higher security. <laughs> We've brought in a security guard today okay, to deal with Natalie, question. the three foot tall. Does the brother not know about this? Like, has oh, I'm sure he knows. Like, he, oh, he, he went smart? to college at 12, so I don't oh. think he was there during the whole Natalie years. <laughs> he was a little busy while Natalie was out there being an evil dwarf. <laughs> This is so, I'm sorry. Also, if she has trouble walking, how dangerous could she have been? I mean, they could have just chained her up. <laughs> or just like sweeper. Ugh. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is the darkest show we've I, ever had. Oh, my God. I gotta go forever. Oh, my God. This is so dark. Woo, okay. I'm going to hell. <laughs> All right. That was amazing. I'm sure hilarity. The, what so is that, good. 116? That was 116. Everyone go back and listen to that. Okay. <laughs> Finally, Ask Me No Questions with Ryan Frostig. Oh, Hit it, JB. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. God. Ask right. me no questions. Ask me no questions. Ask me no questions. Ask me no questions. Which, by the way, I don't know if you remember, I inspired the melody for that. Okay. What is the most <laughs> embarrassing thing you've, that's ever happened to you during sex? Okay. Over the summer in L.A., uh, Boy Wolf and I were having sex with a uh, very hot daddy porn couple, porn star couple, and um, the poppers got in my eye. And I had to go into the bathroom, and the daddies helped me clean it out, and then we went back to fucking. But it was really it's not embarrassing. that embarrassing. It's kind of sweet, actually. It was sweet, but it was embarrassing. Wildest place you've ever fucked? God, I never have a good answer for this. Um, college? The school that I went to? Like in an academic building? Like in a bathroom at school? That's boring. <gasps> I really don't have a good answer. I, I feel like I fuck in only, like, reasonable places. You hate dirty talk, but do some for us now anyway. Oh, yeah, Papa. Ooh. <laughs> you like my little booty? <laughs> you like my little pig right. boy booty? You have to stop. Okay. That's so disturbing. <laughs> Thank you. What That little boy voice <laughs> Gross. should never be done I don't, That just came to me. I don't know. Um, what's the best advice your mom ever gave you? Oh, um... Pay your taxes. No, just kidding. That is good advice. She didn't give me that advice. Um, just be kind. Yeah. Boring. But That's sweet, though. But she, she was kind, and I try to be kind. I don't know. I like that. I love that. I love it. Who's your celebrity crush? Ooh. Um, I, would, I, I would say Pharrell. It's oh. always been Pharrell. Interesting. Yeah. I'm really into him. I love his style. I love his swagger. I think he's sexy. I think he's talented. I think all of those things, except I'm, oh, I don't oh, find him oh, attractive. Oh, and Christopher Maloney. Oh, yes. Like that ass. Ass that and, ass, and cock. And cock. Um, what's the worst thing a man can do when he's in bed with you? Um, play with my nipples. Be, thank you. Me too. It's not for me. I really? don't have... Steve is looking at us in horror. I have very small nipples that don't really... Or, you know, areole, uh, What is it? Aureoles. Aureoles. It just, there's nothing going on there. I have big ones, and people think that means I like them played with. Yeah. I don't. I really don't. I um, really don't. And finally, please list all the reasons you're grateful to me. Oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Well, first of all, uh, when I met Adam, I was at the lowest part, lowest point in my life. Um, I had just gotten out of a really difficult breakup. Try to cry if you can. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he really helped me find out who I was as a person. No, um, I, you just, you just, you really stepped in as like a father figure, a mentor. Um, you're, you, you are still one of my best friends and you've taught me so much. I mean, we, we just instantly connected. I feel like we have this age difference, but 
in another life we're the same age you know Absolutely. when we 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 you just i just i don't know what else to say Thank it's you. been my pleasure to be your friend and to have you on this show um everyone quickly tease uh plug yourselves steve where can people follow you steve chazaro medina on facebook and let's say s chazaro medina on uh instagram not cub mexi anymore well, i mean we can use both i just figured let's let's get the followers up on my normal one yeah. okay ryan <laughs> um you can follow me at ryan frosting on instagram and twitter jb you can follow me at StockingAnarchy12 only on Instagram. Thank you all so much, Ryan. We love you. Goodbye love you. to we, you. We are back again next week with Steve co-hosting and our special guest, comedian Julia Razi. Subscribe to this podcast at dnrstudios.com. Don't forget to order your ass merch at adamsank.com. Follow me, me, on Twitter and Insta at adamsank and on TikTok at adamsankofficial. Email me at adamsank.com. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Bye.